So, Mr. Jelly. Mr. Russell. I yet again have an important pressing question for you. Again? Again. I just, week after week, I just keep coming. It just, it just continues to happen. Either you're so good at answering these that I come back for more, or you're so terrible at answering them that I feel like I never got an answer, so I have to keep coming back. So, I'll, I'll let you pick which one of those, but today's, I want to ask okay. you a question. When okay. I say the words interpersonal conflict, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, is that like the name of a starship or something? Like <laughs> the USS interpersonal <laughs> conflict. That would be a cool name. It, it kind of does work. <laughs> We're here for on peaceful terms, but you know. <laughs> All right. So out of the realms of space, do you have any thoughts about conflict in general? I, I feel like I mostly avoid it. In honesty, like I, I try to avoid conflict. I'm not the sort of person that goes looking for it. That's for sure. What about you? Yeah, I'm normally a conflict avoider. I, I think the one situation um, where I tend to seek out conflict is if I feel like someone's like unfairly targeted me for some reason. Like I feel like if you know some giant guy accidentally bumps into me, like I'm not going to start a fight with him. And even if a small guy bumps into him, probably still not going to start a fight with that one. Like I. I'd run away, but I feel like if someone picked on me for like a reason that would just felt unjust, I feel like that's the one time that, I don't know, my stubbornness would, would overtake my desire to like run away from conflict. And what about if somebody that's average size <laughs> bumps into you? Because we've covered the, the, the big guys and the small guys. And what about women? Like, do you in conflict with them? Like, do they have to be average size as well or do you Ooh, go so you've entered an interesting territory now because we're we're both straight guys uh, i think it's, it's, it's true it's fair to say on the po- podcast we both have significant others they are we they do. are both women and i have heard just on the grapevine that if you are going to have a conflict or lots of conflicts with someone it's probably the person you live with probably your partner yeah yeah day to day so for me that's michelle like for you that's mel they're almost named the same thing by the way and they, they really are. <laughs> so, I mean, do you, this is a very personal question, but do you and Mel fight a lot? I wouldn't say a lot. Mel might have a different point of view on that. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily know that it happens a lot, but it does happen. It definitely happens. We have, we have disagreements. I think that's fairly, that's fairly normal thing for any two people, regardless of whether you, whether or not you're in a, you know, relationship of the sort that Mel and I are. And you and Michelle are. Let's not ever like bring our families together because we might end up taking home the wrong one. That sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, this is this is a plot to a very bad movie, Jelly. Let me tell you. <laughs> so what's yep. I, okay? I, I want to delve into this like a little bit more. What's what happens like when you and Mel have some kind of like conflict or argument? Like, do you deal with it differently, like you and her, or do you deal with it the same way? <sighs> we do probably deal with it terribly. Usually what ends up happening is one of us annoys the other to the point of anger and that person will either just sulk <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, until some, until they get an apology or uh, they will avoid the issue. <laughs> but as a general rule, obviously we will eventually talk it out and sort through our, our the issue that caused the conflict in the first place. Wow. Uh, I don't know if yeah. we're, we're the same kind of personality, but exactly the same thing happens like with <laughs> Michelle and I. Like, So one of us will get offended for some reason and yep. then we just won't talk. Like we'll be angry with the other person. We won't necessarily like voice that anger. We'll just be like silent sort of like 
how would you call it sulking? I think that's that's probably a good word for it. And then yeah. eventually one of us, normally the person that, that did something wrong, will realize that, you know what, this is probably not worth like fighting over and, yeah, I did something stupid. And the, then that person will apologize and the whole thing will sort itself out. Or if we've – sometimes it's mutual. Like we've both done something and we're both like angry at each other. And I, I feel like in that case we, we don't tend to hold out very long. Like it might be like silence for like an hour or like one of us will go into a different room to the other person. But – we don't have to last very long at that. Like we just have no, um, I guess, staying power when it when it comes to sulking. <laughs> yeah, I, I always like feel bad that I've I feel like I've hurt Mel in you know an emotional way, I guess, and like I will feel bad about that, and I'll I'll apologize, especially when it's my fault. I've, I have apologized when it's not my fault as well. Sorry, Mel. <laughs> just sharing all the secrets right now. It's never Jelly's fault. That's what he always tells me on every podcast. No. Sometimes sometimes it is my fault and I think that's okay. But sometimes it's not my fault as well. And sometimes I'll apologize just to just to like put it behind us um so that I you know that, that process can start because I wanna just I just want it to be over. But as a general rule, Mel and I both kind of avoid conflict, probably like and to the point of you know, we we will avoid it even talking about the fact that we ha- are having a conflict right now. So uh it's uh, it's, it's probably not the healthiest solution. Uh, I'm just, you know, I, f- I feel like I'm a mad- marriage counselling or something. <laughs> I feel like it, maybe it's not the most healthy feel, solution, but I think, uh, like, but it does. It, I mean, it works. It works for us. I, 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 you know, whether it's well or not is to be seen. But it, it does eventually, you know, kind of everything kind of resolves. So that's good. Oh, that's nice. Next, I yeah. need you to show me on this puppet where Mel emotionally hurt you, Jelly. No, um, in, in all seriousness, if we if we zoom out a little bit, let's let's get a little bit less personal. What about in your like circle of friends? Like, what, what happens when there's some kind of conflict there between like you and and one of them? Amongst friends, I will typically see conflict where it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> you, you laugh, but I, that, that's it is a legit thing. Like I, I, sometimes I will say something that I feel like might have gone wrong, like that, that I feel like might have been offensive, or you know, because I I'm like I make a stupid joke, or I I you know, you know something doesn't necessarily feel right uh, about you know our our relationship. And I'll always, I actually don't necessarily avoid it in that sense. I do the same thing that I was mentioning before. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry if I've done something. Can you, can we talk about this so that we can kind of get past it? Cause I'm like, cause I'll dwell on it. I'll dwell on it quite a lot. And uh, I won't be able to, you know, I won't be able to see past it until I've, you know, I've dealt with the problem. So I, I will tend to kind of seek out to make sure that I haven't done anything wrong and, I feel a lot better when they say, "Oh no, it's fine. It's, we're we're all good." We're, you know, I just I I understand that you would just you know you're an idiot, and uh, we'll move on. <laughs> I'm glad that your friends like, uh, have that understanding. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I wonder though, because I feel like in in the instance where it comes to my friends, like if it's not my fault, if they've done something to offend me, like I'm a real this is not a medical term. I'm sorry, but I'm a real sweep under the ruggera. Like I. They'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry, Russell, that I did that thing. And I might still be angry about that thing, but I'll be like, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's fine. Like, I didn't even get offended. Please. Like, I didn't, I barely even noticed. And of course, like, sometimes I did notice. Yeah. But I feel like there's no real point, like, stretching the thing, like, any further. So I feel like sometimes I'll err on the side of, like, just pretending like I wasn't, like, the least bit offended or I didn't even notice, like, that thing that they said that grated on me for, like, three days. I'd be like, no, no, no. It's fine. Like, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. So, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe we're slightly different in that sense. Or maybe all your friends are me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I feel like the way that I will like if I have a you know a, an issue with somebody else I don't necessarily know that I I feel like it's been a long time since this has even been a problem I I don't feel like I go you know searching out that thing I will just kind of dwell on it but I I definitely uh I have a terrible memory so I'll go like I'll wake up like the next day or maybe the day after that every every night that I go to sleep it's like a fifty fifty chance as to whether or not I've completely forgotten <laughs> about the issue the or not. reset button. <laughs> I I will completely forget about that stuff. Um, it's there. There are very few people in my life where that have caused me enough grief. I guess that I you know really kind of hold on to it for a long time. I've just realized that I should probably start borrowing money off you because if every night there's a 50% chance that all my debts will be forgiven, like these these are pretty good odds. I'll, I'll take them. Yeah, I don't forget money. That's one, <laughs> one thing I don't forget. I have a friend that owes me $980. Wow. Is this yep. friend listening to the show right now? Is this like a personal? <laughs> I don't think so. Pay up, Jelly's friend. Yep. That's bad. All right, so, so that's interesting. If you zoom out a little bit more and we start to get to like – colleagues and workmates so like i guess at work it's different like you might spend a decent amount of time with the people you work with i, I know you don't anymore like you're you're like a independent developer now who you know sits in in his jocks on his couch or whatever whatever it is independent <laughs> developers do listen to mobile couch if yep. you want to find that out dear listener yep. but mm. what about when when you were in the workplace and you kind of have you have this whole it's a professional setting like you're not necessarily friends with the people but sometimes you know people will be idiots or they'll be looking for like promotions or they'll be just doing things that aren't kind of like in your best interest like how how on earth do you deal with that i think that i probably i vent is what i do ah so you find someone in the office who's like yeah i can talk to this person and then you vent to them not necessarily even in the office like i'll talk to mel i'll talk to people like uh you or ben who i'm you know uh, who i'm in contact with quite regularly and i'll you know i'll whine and complain about the situation and then Usually after whining and complaining a little bit, I feel a lot better and just I can I can kind of put it behind me. I mean, as a general rule, I've I've had issue obviously I've had issue with, you know, places that I've worked. That's just the sort of thing it it happens at various kind of levels amounts, like various different amounts. And yeah, I I feel like, you know, venting venting helps a lot and yeah, I'll kind of rant and complain and then just kind of 50-50 chance that I forget it the next day. <laughs> wow. I hope your future co-workers are listening to this. They're like, excellent. Yep. 50-50. <laughs> yeah. I, I find like I'm similar. Like I find normally it is actually better to just complain to someone. So like someone you know or like, you know, someone on Slack or whatever, rather than trying to deal with the situation because nine times out of ten, like it's not actually a big deal or even like if it is slightly a big deal, like it'll either go away on its own or it's just something about that person that, that isn't going to change. You know, that might be just one of the you know, personality traits or whatever. And it, right. it does almost feel like, I guess that's what therapy is all about, but it feels therapeutic to just be like, you know, this person did blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, okay, like I've said it all now, like I'm good. And it really depends on the situation with work as well, because sometimes you have control over that situation and it might be like you have an issue with a colleague, like somebody that kind of works at the same level as you. And so you can kind of like, you can almost approach that the same way that you would with like a friend, you know, if you know them well enough, you can kind of deal with it in that way. 
but a lot of the time with stuff at work, it will be out of your control because it's like a boss that has kind of peeved you off and or it's like a colleague who you don't really know particularly well and you don't want to really kind of push that relationship into the I just whine and complain about everything that you do kind of <laughs> stage. So in that sense, like it is actually quite you know, good to just get the therapy kind of out uh, and uh, and just have a bit of a vent to somebody that can kind of, you know, so that you feel like you've been understood. The issue comes when, like, you have to deal with that. Like, eventually you have to deal with that because with any kind of conflict, it's usually the sort of stuff that will come up quite frequently. Like, oh, I don't know, uh, let's say that you have a this douchebag that you work with and every time you go into a meeting, you, like you'll try to say something and he'll just like interrupt and kind of come in over the top of you. And can, we, can we call just, him B. Trangrove just for um, <laughs> argument's sake? Let, let's call, let, no, let's call him, uh, let's call him Sven. All right. Sven. <laughs> and he'll just kind of, uh, you know, he'll kind of interrupt you and just kind of doesn't really let you get like a word in in meetings and stuff. And that sort of stuff, like, it can be really annoying. And therapy, will, like, you know, venting at somebody uh, other that's, you know, that understands the situation can be helpful, but that's going to, that's not going to kind of stop the conflict coming up. So, yeah. I, yeah the, the kind of rule that I've always gone with, um, with that sort of stuff is like, if they're causing you a lot of grief, you know you can go Punch to them in the teeth. <laughs> no, no, it's not a rhyming. It's not oh, a rhyming. Okay. But I like I like how you did make it rhyme. That's good. <laughs> I like it. But no, it's actually kind of the opposite. Like go to them humbly, not like you friggin' jerk, you jerk face, jerky jerkness. Stop doing that in the meetings, or I'm going to punch you. Let's go down to the parking lot, and <laughs> I'm going to like beat beat the business out of your. <laughs> Business. I see you've done this a lot. You're very well versed in the uh, the trash talk. <laughs> yes, trash talk. It's my specialty. <laughs> Rather than doing that, going to them and saying, "Hey, look, can we talk about this thing that's happening in the meeting? In meetings, uh, I feel like you're kind of coming in over the top of me, and I'm you know I'm not really able to get a thought out, and it kind of is not really working for me. That can work, and it might not work uh if that if that kind of fails then i will usually go like one level up talk to the manager about the situation still being kind of humble about it not being a giant stupid head about the thing but <laughs> kind of just you know approaching it as you know as the not not as like a victim but just softly i guess yeah yeah no i think i get what you're saying so what about the final group of people that i'm thinking about so complete absolute complete strangers so imagine you're um, in a supermarket line, it's a very busy line, and someone cuts in front of you, or mm-hmm. you know, similarly, you're in a car and you're driving, and someone cuts you off. How how does Jelly deal with like conflict with people he's never met before? So let's go the supermarket route. You're standing there, you've been standing there a while. Um, someone just cuts in front of you in the supermarket. Yeah, I'll probably mutter something under my <laughs> un, under my voice, friggin' jerk well like loud enough so they'll potentially hear you or no definitely not no (laughs) no this kind of goes back to the whole thing of i want people to understand like i want people to see me as like a good guy like a good person like we talked about in um an episode recently i will definitely not do that but i will definitely i will definitely mutter about the situation uh and i'll probably like again vent to mel when i get home (laughs) like this jerk friggin jerk just kind of cut in front of me in the supermarket was like 
didn't even like pay attention to the fact that I was right there. I was lined up and he just dove in. When I'm driving, I do the same thing except loudly. Yeah, I feel like driving's the one case where um, they, they they can't hear you. They they might be able to see you if you wave your arms enough, but I feel like it's enough just to yeah, like yell at them, knowing they can't hear you. But like you feel a lot better because I reckon when I first started driving, and maybe maybe this comes with like being a bit younger. But I used to you know do the whole arm waving and you know what the hell are you doing and type thing. These days I'm like eh, whatever, like they've cut me off. Like they we can't stop the cars on the side of the road, get out and like have a conversation and apologize. So what's the point of you know, even making hand gestures at them, maybe like, you know, raising a certain finger perhaps, you know, one <laughs> somewhere in the medium of my hand perhaps. Like I don't I don't even do that anymore. I'm just like, yeah, they cut me off, like whatever. Like I'll yell about it to myself and, and life goes on. Yeah, I think one of the things that I do when I drive Mel to work, like if somebody kind of pulls in front of me, I'll be like, what are you doing, you freaking idiot? I, you, why would you cut in front of me like that? Uh, I've had people like pull in front of me on a roundabout or, or whatever, like, and I'm just like, I'll just yell, I'll just essentially yell at them, but they can't hear me. So I'm just like, yeah, it, it, it I, I think it actually stresses Mel out a little bit. <laughs> uh, so I try, I try to kind of keep it, keep it to a minimum, but it's definitely, I, I definitely, uh, that's how I, I work through it when I'm driving. So I, I do have one other question is, um, kind of related to conflict, I guess. How, how good would you say you are at reading people? Cause I, I'll give you, like an example from myself i think i'm both amazing and terrible at reading people at the same time like i feel like 50 percent of the time i can read situations that like absolutely no one else can read like i'll notice the tiniest thing someone does and i'll be like ah oh, that person is upset you know we should we should fix that and i'll go and talk to them like wow like how on earth did you notice like i'm so impressed and the other 50 percent of the time i'll notice exactly the same signs and you'll go to the person and be like what like what what are you even talking about And you just get it completely and utterly wrong yeah i i think I'm mostly the latter. I don't feel like I ever get it right when I when I um, assume somebody is kind of peeved, except maybe Mel. Like I think I I know Mel well enough that I kind of know her tells. But anybody else, I feel like I like I get it wrong. I usually I I see a potential conflict where there is no potential conflict, and so that probably means that. I don't see the actual conflicts. <laughs> you found so all I'm the non-conflicts. I'm terrible. That's that's me. I'm terrible. I'm just I'm just the worst at this. Yeah. Yeah. My next question was going to be like, does that make conflict avoidance easier? But I, I guess in your case, no. Like because you don't really see it coming. Maybe it does because I I maybe I'm like you know dealing with dealing with conflict you know before it even actually happens. Let's pretend Ooh, that's the case. Like Minority Report conflict. Yeah. Like you've solved yeah, the conf- like, the pre conflict. Yeah, the pre conflict. Wow. Let's let's pretend <laughs> that's the that's the case and uh and yeah I can feel good about it. I should just start charging for these therapy sessions, honestly, because <laughs> I think our listeners would have got a lot out of that. It's just like pre conflict, like there's things that can do. So what about we, we did this thing on material recently. I have to get one other podcast plug in after um, mobile couch is we did like advice to the youngs. Like, you know, we're both getting on an age, like some of us older than others. What would you say to like the, the young people as they, you know, as they go looking for love and they enter the workforce and they maybe they even find friends? Is friends still a thing? Can you still find friends in the in the modern era? Like what what are some tips for like, you know, conflict and conflict avoidance and dealing with conflict that we can give these young people? Wait, hang on. Did you try to just... Did you just say that I was old back there? Oh. Old? Oh, I'm so sorry. Did I offend you? Why would you do that? 
Do do not you like jerk. being called old despite your mature years. Mature years. I just meant that you are really smart and wise beyond your years, which makes you seem old. Are, are you are you coming down on me? Are you <laughs> is that what's happening here? Are you are you trying to get under my skin? <laughs> Ah, I don't know. Like, yeah. Oh. oh no, Jelly! I've created a conflict that I don't know what to do. So I think at this point, I've got I've got two t- tools in my tool chain. I've got distraction, and I've got complete silence. I've got it, Jelly. Look, look over there, Jelly. To oh, the left of you. Over there. No, the other uh, left. Yeah. No, oh, that's my right left. That, no, your left. Yep. To, to the right. Yeah, looking. Yep, that's one. Yeah. See over there. Yeah. Boom. 